We are joined by uh, Mashu, Dr. Mashudu David Mbeti, who's a marriage counsellor and author, and uh, he's going to be helping us today navigate and uh, maybe awaken the sleeping giants in our relationships. He's asking the questions, why are parents leaving their children and marriages, and in turn leaving behind their children at their homes, so the grandparents' homes? That is the question. Join in on the conversation by WhatsApp in 0614-104-107 or calling in on 086-000-2032. Dr. Mbeti, good morning. Good morning, sis. Uh, uh, Mandula uh, Nijani and greetings to the ATMs. Thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Mbeti. Uh, today you are helping us navigate why parents uh, or partners leave relationships and then also leave their children behind is this a common thing it's a it's a big trend i think since covid uh, a lot of things have happened and most partners men or women leaving their uh, spouses uh, which becomes a, a, an end result an indication of saying there's a big problem and what's happened so today we're looking at 10 pointers to say what could have possibly happened because marriage or relationship is is an intimate uh, phenomenon so that we need to look at so this uh, trend of then breaking up in a relationship and leaving your children behind uh, why why not break up and also still be a parent uh, perhaps co-parent with your partner but you are separate the most thing that you find that uh, you know when two bulls fight uh, the grass suffers so that's the concept that affects uh, the children so uh, never mind the challenges that you have it depends on the level of maturity of the partner to say to can children be sometimes you find that even the other partner wants to support children children therefore used as a tool to get back to each other so that's where the problem is to say in context what happens. But mainly you'll find that there's a lack of communication amongst partners, meaning communication becomes a problem because you're talking to someone that you don't like. Like we mentioned on the other session to say there are two types of connections. It might be connected through anger or through happiness. So in that end is the later, is the former one, is the later one to say, you are connected through anger, so you can therefore not communicate. So the second one being the absence of intimacy, whether it's physical, emotional, because life starts with emotions. So once your emotions are detached, they're disconnected to someone. Therefore, you can no longer communicate, you can no longer be intimate. Mm. Okay, I understand these pointers affecting the relationship or marriage if you are no longer talking to each other uh, or not able to talk to each other if you are no longer intimate it makes sense Paul, 
is, 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 is the failure to draw the line to say, remember kids are as a result of a relationship, they've got nothing to do with the arguments that you have. But once they are used uh, in terms of resolving or dealing with the issue as punishment to the other, so you can't see kids, you can't do this. But the other issue is to say, uh, as much as they don't have anything to do with it, why then should they be used uh, or should they suffer? So children are independent of the challenges that you have. It's mm. not a matter of choice. Yeah, so it's, it's an ability to draw the line to say where do kids fit in in this instance. Mm. So that's why you find most of relationships function on what we call a, a mute mode. To say, uh, I mind my business, you mind your business. But therefore, if there are certain things that are needed, you are saying they should be in, they should be facilitated uh, because they are kids. So, mm-hmm. therefore, kids are used as tools to resolve the conflict. Mm, okay. Sure, this is very sad. It sounds like immature adults would do that using innocent children who know nothing about the adults going on of relationships. Mm. Um, yes. What are the other pointers then that people uh, use or are a, a result of people ending up leaving their children at home? I think the, the, the top one is a partner feeling lonely when, when together. There are people who are very lonely even if they have their partners or they are married because they cannot connect. In short, you have got a stranger uh, in the bedroom. So in short, you cannot connect to that person. So there is a, a void that completes you. So in short, you are saying you, you feel very lonely, but your partner is physically there, meaning intimately you are disconnected. Physically, the person is there, but they don't serve the purpose thereof. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it happens in, in many relationships. Could it just be a phase that feeling lonely, uh, even when together, could it be a phase when something major has happened and we are still trying to find each other and can be overcome? It could be overcome depending on being involved with each other, the ability to communicate, to say, there are concerns that I have, I think I'm drifting away. But it, it will depend on the other partner whether they are able to listen to you. Remember, there are people who want to be listened to, but they can't do the same. They want, so it, it's a matter of compromise, tolerance, all those building blocks that completes uh, the relationship. So you'll find that the other thing is that there's a lack of shared interest. You're no longer interested, on someone, interested in someone's uh, views, concerns, intimacy, problems, challenges, is, is a one-sided phenomenon, meaning there's no friendship. So once you drift away, meaning you're talking to someone out of the relationship, therefore there's a third party, meaning your interests are, are now void of each other. Hmm. I, so what causes that? What causes, okay, never mind the third party, because that could make sense very easily. But if there's no third party, what causes Nje, Abantababili, who once loved each other, who were once smitten with each other, to all of a sudden just have no empathy towards each other? 
not want to resolve conflict, feel alone despite the fact that you're together and just lose shared interests. Most people, men don't know each other in a relationship. They are strangers. They assume to know each other because when I know, when you know your partner, you're able to understand to say there is a problem because I, I know them and how they, how they are. So once you re, 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 know the partner for sure, you know, you, you know that once they are concerned disconnected, they've got a problem or there's a problem in the relationship that you need to resolve. So the, the, the other mistake that people learn is that, uh, do is that they forget to learn how to love or to know someone better. And mm-hmm. forget, I, I mean, we, we, you forget to service your relationship, to understand. That's why I say in, in my book, Married by Intimately Divorced, service your relationship like a car. Because you'll understand that there's a certain components that are missing. There are challenges that we need to resolve. There is understanding that we need to build. There is love that we need to improve or develop. As much as you are happy and in love, you should be concerned to say, what if the other side, other issues happen to say, we do the opposite and what do I do? What are the strategies thereof? Now, others are constantly criticized or constantly have to be or are defensive. Um, how can this impact on, on, on a relationship? It's a, mid, a matter of respect and tolerance. You'll find, like I'm saying, uh, you'll find that you, your, your, your partner argues with you in front of people. They can say whatever they want, but not expecting the same to happen. So it's, it's, it's a matter of being selfish. You only think about yourself to say, uh, it's all about me, but therefore will we expect the, such kind of treatment to happen to you, which is no. So it's, you need to be selfless and considerate in terms of the other people's emotions. Before you can do or say anything, think of the impact therefore, or say, how will the other partner react? How do they feel because they're part of you? Mm. Okay, Doctor Mbet, for yes. these uh, families uh, that are breaking up, the adults are breaking up. Is it a, a a good or bad thing to leave the children at home? I would say children should always have a home, but therefore it, it depends on the two parties to say what is best for the kids. To say what, as much as we fight, but what is best for the kids? That comes first. But once you put your interest before those of the kids, then there's a problem because you become a priority, then children become an option. So it depends on how you switch it in terms of benefits to say you want to, you want to benefit at the expense of the kids or you want, you, you want kids to benefit uh, regardless of what you are faced with. Mm-hmm. And and then um, when the kids are left behind um, and you are moving on to uh, start or pursue a new relationship as the partner, uh, and they are left with uh, you know the grandparents or uh, aunts or whatever the case may be, are these kids impacted negatively? They are because already they are lost. Uh, the only remember the only people or parents who can give them the best love and treatment are 
either of you, one of you, father or mother, wife or husband. So you should be able to say, as much as we are fighting, who remains or, or focus on the interests of the kids? Therefore, you, if you, you, you offload them to a relative, therefore you, are, you have already failed them emotionally. Uh, that's what matters. Therefore, they are emotionally damaged, meaning they have to carry that burden into their lives in future. So you, you need to break that curse to say, that cannot be unless the other party, the other partner is no longer say, uh, alive. Then you can do that. But if both of you, it means that you are denying your responsibility of being parents. There's something wrong with you, both of you. Oh. Can can we uh, then uh, get counselling for such children because they become adults and they'll get into relationships and model what was modelled to them. So is there counselling? for children who have been left in such a uh, position? It, it, it is. I provide that. There are a lot of people who provide but that. Counseling should be a main priority for the kids so that they can talk and voice their emotions independently. So you allow kids to give their own views to an independent person so that they can give feedback back to your kids. But the issue is, are you able to listen to the views of the kids as you send them for counseling? Are you able to adjust and uh, reprioritize the needs of the kids? Are you able to uh, selflessly focus on the interests of the kids as a priority or not? Dr. Mbeti, and uh, for, for couples who might have reached the end of their road and they no longer want to be together, but they, are, they don't want to go into their next relationship with the scars. Uh, how can you assist them? The first thing is for them to understand that they, they've got a toxic relationship. It's no longer a normal relationship, but it's toxic. Remember, some people forget and they, they transcend into toxicity, meaning they can't see the normality of what was before and current. Therefore, they've accepted toxicity to be the norm in the relationship. So once you identify and understand and accept that you've got a problem, the, the, the relationship is no, no longer normal, therefore you're able to deal with it. But if you're still in the denial mode, then you can't see the difference, even if some, you go for counseling or anyone tells you to say there is a problem. So in that instance, each, both of you become protective of their own feelings, attitudes, behaviors, and all those things. So it's kind of the acceptance to say, am I able to listen, adjust, and listen to someone, and be able to change depending on what I realize to say there's something wrong in the relationship. So it starts there with your attitude and acceptance. Dr. Mbeti, thank you so very much. Uh, um, tell us about the three books that you've uh, published and uh, given us uh, an offering to, and which one would be um, specific to what we are talking about today? Married but intimately divorced. Most people are married but long time divorced. They can't realize that they are long divorced till that happens. So when they disconnect, fight or separate, it means that they've been long divorced. So they've been in what we said before, graveyard living. 
So you, it, it it's complemented by the word called wrong husband, wrong wife, wrong partner. In order to say, do you know your partner? What are the pointers? But the basic thing is that you are married but intimately divorced. So you are physically together. Emotionally and intimately, you are long gone, evaporated. Okay. Where do ATMs get in touch with you and where can they get your books? I'm available for seminars. Counseling books on 072 793 3531. 072 793 3531. Also, in, on Facebook as Mashudi Mbezi. Or you, they can just Google me as Dr. Mashudi Mbezi. They'll find me. Thank you so very much, Dr. Mbezi, uh, for shedding light and helping us wake up and live. Yeah, well, stay blessed.